Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you currently in college or recently graduated but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset, building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps, with three custom templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And on today's episode, I'm bringing a great friend of mine, Caroline, on the show to do a fun raw talk. And I know a lot of you guys really enjoy the raw talks because they're simply unfiltered and really give insight into maybe deeper topics that I often have with these particular friends and over time I realized like hey this would be probably pretty cool to record for the podcast so this is what we did on today's episode and if you are newer to the show I do these raw talk segments probably like 
once or twice a quarter. And they are kind of similar to interviews, although again, they have a lot more leeway to flow in any different direction. But the significant difference is that there is not a crazy outline for the episode in that we are really just chatting together as friends and you are listening as if you are a fly on the wall so it truly is just a raw conversation. For this specific episode we talk a lot about relationships, dating, breakups, and realizations as mid 20 some year olds. Uh, Both uh, Caroline and I I, well, at this time I was 25, but I recently just had my birthday, so I'm now officially 26, and Caroline is 27, and I told her that I think it would be really awesome because her and I do actually naturally have these conversations together whenever uh, we are hanging out, and I realized that when I was a 20 or 21-year-old, basically college slash early, early postgrad age, I really would have appreciated hearing from a, you know, kind of older sister perspective, but also not one where it's so focused on these uh, playing the games and how you get a certain attention and like not texting back after a certain period. Like to me personally, that is not my approach. I really try to be intentional and mindful of my energy as well as the person that I am potentially dating and, and being respectful of it. I am personally not a, you know, dive into those mental games just because I think, um, you know, later on you realize like that is actually not how you have an intentional and healthy relationship dynamic. So uh, that's what we primarily touch on. And I do think we cover a wide variety of topics and reflections, uh, especially kind of in the sense of speaking to our younger self and what we realize now that we might not have realized when we were, you know, maybe 23, 24. So hope this is fun and valuable in some way. And with that being said, let's welcome my dear friend Caroline to the podcast. Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm Thanks for coming on. Uh, You guys, just for context, Caroline is one of my close friends. We met a few years ago. We go kind of way back at this point now, but we've had throughout our friendship journey, I feel like a big topic we talk about is energy and connection and then how that all ties into relationships Mm -hmm. and our own personal relationship journey. So Obviously, today, I brought her on to talk about it and our own journey and our own experiences. So, yeah, welcome. It's it's fun to see Mm -hmm. how it's all evolved over the time. Yes, yeah. And we're constantly growing and, like, seeking new things. Exactly. really cool. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's why I told you earlier I wanted to start off with kind of what has been our personal aha moment or aha realization in our dating experiences over the past few years. And I guess especially this is really, because obviously a lot of you guys who are listening, you're about in your early 20s. And I feel like these are things that I wish I could have been more aware about. Mm -hmm. Not that it would necessarily change the way I go about things, but I think when when you hear a certain concept or realization, frequently Mm -hmm. just like when people say oh like save save money for your future save money for your future you hear that notion all the time it kind of gets embedded in your head so you might not necessarily do it but you know subconsciously 
these are some common patterns. Yeah. And you hear from people with more life experience than you. Mm -hmm. So what would be yours? Um, so I think I, I'm changing this a little bit, but this <laughs> one a time around, I think one thing I used to do, which has been, it comes in a different way. I do it now, but I'm like such a, a giving person. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ahas that I feel like I have had is in my maybe past relationships, like I tend to give a lot, but maybe it's not been to like the people that deserve it. Mm -hmm. Um, so in terms of energy and, you know, what you're kind of allocating resource wise, time, energy, like love and attention, all mm -hmm. that, um, I think one thing would be kind of re-aiming where you direct that and like to whom you're giving it to mm -hmm. because the problems that you can come into when you give too much to somebody and like maybe they're asking for things and then you give mm -hmm. that but then you overextend and yourself to give more. Yeah. Then it doesn't get appreciated and then, you know, you can have a lot of issues with like you're just feeling like uh, depleted by this person mm -hmm. and you're doing it by yourself. Yeah. Without realizing it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I think that has contributed to like, you know, issues at some points. Yeah. I'm blanking on the what I said before though in the last run yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I thought that one was probably more more relevant, but I'm forgetting. It, 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 it might come about. I think for me I, I guess it's it's similar to what I've said before, but I think in a more concise way, I have had the aha moment in that more often than not, anyone that seems to be a really good match with me on paper is not really the case. Oh, yeah. Right? Gold. Yeah. I, I think that's huge. Um, especially, like, I personally, I think you know this, like, I'm personally not a dating apps person. Um, I think I used it during, like, I tried it for the first time in 2020 for Shits and Giggles, and I did meet one person off of there who was, like, my first match. Okay. Um, but he was totally on paper like not even what you would think would be a good match for me and he was actually someone that not only inspired me to move to Venice but also part of my inspiration behind my marketing agency really and my yeah and then me getting into photography yeah it was it was a whole everything ordeal. happens for a reason yeah and he had more artsy background which I think a lot of people objectively could think, oh, Emily would probably pair better with someone in like business or things like that, right? Even I thought that at that point. And I think that was my first shift. And then in my last relationship, someone also with an arts, more so arts leaning background or a balance between arts and science was also a much better like fit for me yeah. than someone that's uh, in other backgrounds of like law or business things like that like I always thought I'll put it this way anyone that has watched the show Suits I always yeah. thought I would pair well with a Harvey Specter yeah yeah well to be fair I think most people think that yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yes right so I think that because I'm also really assertive and so I feel like kind of like uh Jessica Pearson in that show it's it's like true fire energies mm -hmm. and in some cases it can work but I've also I've seen how it actually doesn't improve me that well. Like I do notice in my most recent relationship, him being in a certain way made me a lot more soft and compassionate and brought out traits that I needed to be better in. And I really like enjoyed that observation of how I instantly was a lot more understanding and less like in my head. And I think that was really helpful. So I think more often than not, especially when you're younger, I think people usually look for like the checkbox things. Mm -hmm. And while it's good to have an outline or vision of the type of person you want to be with, I think 
you got to be more considerate about the characteristic traits. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Compared to the external, like what kind of work they do, you know, like uh, like how they dress, like all these different things. I think some of those can be important, but I think the bigger ones are what their intrinsic like personality traits are. Yeah. And how they make you feel. Right. Yeah. I'd say those are super important. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's 25 year old wisdom now. (laughs) (laughs) Realizing after all those years. Well, it's so it's so interesting because in the in like, you know, the last conversation we had about this where, you know, you have these traits that you like I either can like I it by paper, you almost idealize those mm-hmm. things, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, this sounds great. Yeah. And then, you know, there's always that weird notion that like everyone's like, Oh, well, you can't choose everything you want. Mm-hmm. But you can like kind of manifest the idea of the person mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. And then someone might show up that you actually have the feelings for that overrides everything else. Right. Which is exactly my latest experience, yeah. right? Because like, for example, I think people often, and I hear this a lot too with like around like in my social circle, like people in their, their 20s who are, again, they're still learning. So it's yeah. probably they'll see it later on. But for me, it didn't matter where the guy was on like his own career journey or like financial standpoint. I feel like that tends to be a superficial matter in Los Angeles or New York, to be honest. Like, I'm just going to be like, everyone wants to go to nice restaurants and like experience like the finer things that you can. Right. And I don't blame people. Like, I like those things too. And I think that was actually ironically a concern for my last partner. Like, I think he was concerned he couldn't do those things for me. And I made it so clear that to me, like those things didn't matter because I enjoyed his presence. Like Mm -hmm. I enjoyed his energy. But more importantly, like in terms of, okay, longevity, like can that last, I guess, partnership? That's a fair question. And then in that case, I focused more on what is his like actual habits in terms of what is he working towards? Is there um, actual movement on that? Like how driven is he towards that? Is that something he has internally, like an internal drive? And he he does by nature. So- um, I've always been, you know, even in the pandemic, people go bankrupt and go to zero, right? Like their businesses and everything. Stocks. Yeah. yeah. My biggest focus was always not where you're at now, but what can you do when you go to zero? Like, do you have the skill set to build again? Right, right, it, right, right, right. Because that's such an entrepreneurial, like that's probably where it comes from too, is my thinking is I could go to zero, but I can build again. Mm-hmm. And my like second cousin always said that too. Like he's always jokingly said if him and his wife divorced, like he would just give her everything, just ask like to leave like 100K and he would just start over again. Yeah. But like she'd take the house, she would take like every single thing and he would just build again. Yeah. Because like most entrepreneurs, like also that's Elon, Elon Musk, like he exited, paypal and was like all right i need to build something new yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they'll go bankrupt for it even like spacex was pretty much like on the bridge like back in like mid 2000s it was ready to die basically and yeah, he did everything because when you're so passionate about something and you are driven to work towards a specific goal and certain level of success in that range or that field you will do whatever it takes right, right. so i look for that because i also have you know some people acquaintances and friends where they actually genuinely don't have that internal drive Mm -hmm. but they might live comfortably you know maybe for other reasons so um i think that's that's more important to me it's almost like more um evolutionary of a feeling though to know that like okay you know you could marry someone and then tomorrow like you know yes not tomorrow but a month two months later whatever it is they lose all their money right and then if they can't, if they don't have the skill set, or let's just say they weren't entrepreneurial, but mm-hmm. they had family money or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if that goes away, then like, what are they? And are they going to do anything to 
Right. So that's what I'm Provide saying. Right. and so protect. That's what I pay attention that. more, right? And that actually goes way back to when, like, you're thinking of, like, villages. I talk about this too, mm-hmm. like, the tribes and villages. Right. Can the man hunt? Yeah. It's like, the, the basic of I what like I that. look at it, right? So I don't look at where you're at now, which I think I've... It kind of bothers me when I hear... Uh, the the younger 20-sums that are like kind of unaware they're like oh but like he's kind of like struggling and he can't take me on these dates and I'm like but how does he make you feel though you know yeah yeah right but you know so to me that's like and does he have like hopes or if he says he wants to you know own his own business or do right, right, one right, day like right. are you making like what? steps yes, that look yes. like you're actually going towards that yeah. or you're just saying it yeah and then on <laughs> top of that too I, in any case like I said like back to the tribes thing you know like can your man hunt is kind of like th- that to me is like in if that's one of your needs or values, right, in a, yeah. in a partner, in a male partner, that they can, you know, take care of you to some degree, like whatever that need is, whether that's emotionally, physically, financially, or a little bit of everything. Right. Like that's kind of to me what I'm looking for. And so I look at it from a nature standpoint. And as you know, my tendencies, a lot of foreign guys <laughs> from Europe. And I think, not to be biased, but I think from my observations, in part because of cultural um, upbringing and expectations from maybe mom or whoever kind of embedded those beliefs in them. I think I've had that experience where by nature, that's what they like to do. Yeah. And that was what I did not have with my ex-partner, actually, the guy from your high school, (laughs) (laughs) which is funny, right? But he actually didn't have that because I don't think he was trained that way, actually, by his parents growing up. Like, you know, this is what you do for your woman, like the basics of like opening the door or maybe like having the desire to take her to dinner and pay like, and I'm not talking from like a feminist standpoint because I can pay my own bill too. And eventually I think when you're in a partnership, you start to just like kind of share everything. You know, I think that's kind of a a given again, depending on your dynamic, but he was like, he was, he just didn't know that by nature. And I remember that was a number one thing I really needed in my next relationship with someone that by nature knew, like had an automatic muscle of, I want to open the door for her. I want to, you know, and maybe it's because I saw my parents do that with my brother. When he went to prom, they're like, Michael, open the door for her. Don't forget, open the door for her. And then like, buy her the corsage like it was just like doing all these things that I saw yeah gets trained from a nurture like a like just nature and nurture yeah and you get nurtured like that more of that I just I personally preferred someone that had that already like I didn't want to have to kind of train a guy or tell a guy this is how you this is how I want to be courted ideal, yeah. yes but again we all have our different preferences right yeah. so some some people don't care about that and I think that's fine and then you can kind of pair up more with someone that's like that too but that's yeah. what I was look, always looking for. And you can see that's like so internal, not yeah. like the external stuff that can also slip away at any point. One of my biggest priorities is ensuring that I optimize my health every single day to the best of my ability in all areas, including mentally, physically, and emotionally. That also includes what I am eating and drinking every day because we know that does affect our energy. And so I ensure that I'm intaking healthy nutrients with the drink Magic Mind. And it's something that I've actually been taking for over a year now. If you've been listening for a while, you know they've been a longtime sponsor. And what Magic Mind really is, it is a productivity shot with nootropics, adoptogens, and matcha. Also, if you are not aware, there's a lot of health benefits with adoptogens, which I won't get into, but just 
just trust me, look it up, do the research yourself, and you will see what the long-term effect is of intaking adoptogens and nootropics. So how I take this, I typically drink it in the morning, take a sip of it, and you know, to be honest, sometimes I drink two, which is technically what we're not supposed to do, but they did say it is okay for me to do so, but they do recommend just taking one per day. And after I drink this, about 30 minutes in, I start to feel really focused calm and especially in flow that's just the best way i could describe it and for those of you who also love coffee like me you can drink it alongside with your coffee or before afterwards it really doesn't matter so it doesn't mean that you have to cut out coffee or anything because for me i actually still drink both but magic mind is really kind of that healthy kick for me and i just know the amazing health benefits that nootropics and adoptogens have if you are interested in trying they come in a box of 15 and i highly highly recommend just give it a try so you you can get 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Again, that is 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. It's also interesting because, and I don't know if you follow any of those like accounts on Instagram that are kind of like energy and all mm -hmm, that, but mm -hmm. in, in relationship dynamics and there's also the notion that like, you know, women who because as this, like, society kind of pushes us all to be, like, you know, independent, yes. like, you know, I'll open my own doors and mm -hmm. do whatever it is mm -hmm. for myself, mm -hmm. which is, like, I like to be taken care of. So mm -hmm. that's one aspect. But then there's, like, you know, the the more you, like, do those things and you present to a guy, like, a more masculine energy. Right. They don't, they don't, like, look at you as more of the feminine energy that they're supposed to do those things for. Yeah. So it's yeah. a weird, like, dichotomy that kind it's of It's funny because my mom always kind of said that in a different way. I think she was always concerned that I was, like, a bit too tomboy, as she put it. Okay. <laughs> like, and, like, I think, I think, like, uh, me, you, and Tara, like, we, I think we kind of have our own masculine energy in a way. But yeah, I feel like we, we do. do. We, <laughs> we do. do. We do. We do. I'm not going to lie. We do. And I understand that fear from a mom standpoint. She's always like, oh, you're never going to have a boyfriend then because they're never going to want to like take and I and I see that from a psychological standpoint I can totally I do understand that what I have noticed is when I'm with a a guy that I really like or I like his energy or presence like my feminine soft side comes out immediately yeah. and they can kind of take over in that way and I and I prefer that too like I prefer that dynamic so I've noticed the way I kind of split it is, you know, in the work sense or in my professional personal life, I get that alpha assertiveness kind of comes yeah. out more. And then when I'm with a male partner, I'm more kind of in my feminine zone. And I think you kind of need that balance, right? Because yeah. if I'm always on all the time, I don't think I'm ever going to catch a break. Right. You know, so I think sometimes you need that dynamic and having self-awareness of what works for you like what you need or, or what you prefer I think that's kind of with trial and error is also from my experience and what we touched on the other day when we were doing our nails yeah. was uh <laughs> the energy that's like okay you're with a guy and like how you felt when you know you feel like you can fully be like yourself right yeah and how that kind of gives you like um the cute little feminine side yeah. and then when a guy like is like showing you that oh he like appreciates that it's yeah. like makes you just feel like right the best right because I, I was telling you I could be like a little I think I used the word nugget like I don't know I'm like yeah you did oh yeah because I, <laughs> I was yeah. like okay <laughs> no but like I showed you wow. and her like those bears that I, like, yeah. I like to send those little cute emojis and it's just really funny because you can see like the childish kid Emily coming yeah, out and yeah. you really only get that when you're like actually dating me it's or when playful. I'm fully intimate with you yeah. right and I think that's a part of you that needs to come out as you know and so yeah. you, you get that somewhere in your relationship which is also what I like how I I've observed this a lot too obviously your partner is not supposed to fill every bucket 
yeah. of your life. And I think that's the importance of having um, a balanced, uh, like, I guess, round of circle of like friends. So different people, you go for different things. And so I think I like that in the sense, like, obviously, I can't be like that with my girl best friend, you know, yeah. like, I, I want to be like that with a partner. Um, but in a good way, you don't have to expect everything out of your partner like some people might have a previous notion of is like oh like they're my other half like they're supposed to be you know filling everything and I think that's why you should still maintain other relationships outside because they still kind of fill a, d- oh, a different yeah. connection you know right 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 yeah For the whole like persona yeah I think yeah that's where like I think there, there's like a I forget what it is but it's like one of those diagrams where it's like usually like religion and then your social life. So community, that mm-hmm. whole aspect of community is super important. Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess like whatever your like career is. So like to have like the full balanced life, like y- you have to have all those things so that if, you know, something goes a flavor, mm-hmm. there's issues in one area, you're secure and safe in like your person. And yeah. In the other areas, but yeah. Yeah. We talked about alignment earlier. Yeah. What? So, and you kind of mentioned too that you didn't, maybe necessarily realize that in the past, like the importance of that. But how would you say, yeah. obviously in being more in your mid, um, mid late twenties now, I guess, I don't know. That's like such a random oh, place to be. Say late I'm not, 20s okay, you're, you're mid twenties, mid twenties, dude, but I'm about to hit late twenties too. I'm turning 26. Um, yeah. I guess that's still mid. I guess I'm, I don't know. I'm like middle. We're in mid twenties. We are in yeah. mid twenties. Um, but I guess basically my pointing that out is because we just have a, f- more, a little bit more life experience than some girls listening right now right yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like from the, an older sister perspective um what would you say in regards to alignment like what have you realized about that and how that plays out maybe in longevity yeah I think I was just having more fun and I and I was so obsessed with like making everything fun and I didn't have like uh I wasn't like totally committing to people so mm-hmm. in the beginning <laughs> of that or <laughs> of my life and so yeah, yeah, yeah. the fun is like that and I want like no control and I was like kind of free spirit but like wild mm, feeling yeah and like I wanted to feel like my own thing like like I don't want to be tied down at all okay um but that's probably in part of like you know one past relationships that kind of fed into that and then two going into the future I was just like well I decided I was going to live so presently that, like, mm. it's too present almost. Okay. But That's now- something I have to add that you and I, and then obviously our other friend Tara, too, like, balanced me out because I tend to look ahead a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're oh, yeah. yeah. really good at that's like, why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Present. No, that's why as a tangent, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that was also my other like, maybe secondary aha moment is, like, realizing how the yin-yang effect of friendships and partner or like really good friendships yeah. and really good partnerships is when they complement you in certain elements. Yeah. And like me being a little bit more structured and like looking forward and planning ahead, like me just sending you a calendar invite. Like, I love the calendar. Right, 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 right. The but it's like, so funny. Do I text and ask where this and is? It's and it's on the like, calendar. Oh, it's on the calendar. <laughs> but it's so funny because like you, like your partners, yeah. right? Like are, are typically like that, right? And then like you're more like in the playful and like adventurous side, right? Yeah. So I've noticed, especially with my last one, like having someone that is a little bit opposite, like where they are more adventurous and like can go... Yeah. Not just adventurous, but can go with the flow a bit better than I am. Is yeah. a nice like complimenting effect, you know. I think that's because it expands your mind. Yes, and same yes. with me, what I would need or like I I like I don't want someone too rigid because that's also indicates to me like closed minded. Mm-hmm. But like I need someone who like like I um you know the guy that I've been seeing recently. Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> where he like makes an Excel sheet and like yeah. has a couple of these things. That's I'm, funny. Like, I'm like, okay, he's doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and like has this idea of things, and I'm like. 
oh, that's great. Because I know he'll also, like, change it. Or if the night's going one way, like, yeah. it's not, like, so set. Yeah. But it's fun. Okay, but you know what's funny, though? I made a comment um, when I was at a wedding last year. There was this guy that was, you know, interested. I think I had mentioned it to you, actually. There was this guy that was interested in me at the wedding. And then someone had asked me what my thoughts were about him. Because I think it was actually, like, he was part of the groom's... Um, groomsmen yeah he's one of the groomsmen and then basically one of the the parents like like a family parent or what a friend whatever of the groom asked me because they were trying to set me up basically and I wasn't really like available for it but like I didn't necessarily like say anything to them yeah but they kind of asked me what I thought of him and I actually made the comment saying I felt like he was too similar to me which was in that sense that he was like really structured was probably like I think ENTJ or INTJ to be honest and that was easily too similar I, I didn't even have to like ask I could just tell yeah. like the way he did things was very like by the calendar and I even like described him to himself and yeah. he started bursting out laughing and was like what the fuck is this is this like a joke because I kind of basically yeah. described myself to yeah, him yeah. though and, and I was just like so basically I told the parent like yeah like he's just too similar like I, I wouldn't like do that because there was no excitement it was too predictable like yeah. the fact I could predict the way he would do things right away was a little like not I don't know, not attractive, not appealing, basically. But she made a comment saying, like, oh, you know, take it from someone that's been married for over 20 years. Like, it becomes better, like, when they are really similar to you. So I think you kind of eventually get more similar as a couple. Probably. When you're married and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't because know. Because you end up doing the more things that you both like or one likes and the yeah. other one. So you do have the compliment of, like, right. you're doing things together all the time. yeah. But it is important to have that like expanded like mindset. Yeah, I just I just personally I just didn't love the idea of a guy sending me a calendar invite for a date, and I think that's something he made a comment like, "Oh, I could like send you," and I was like, "No, don't." Wait, well, in the beginning, like to go on your like first, second, third date. Yeah, he as like hypothetical. This was just like fun talk at a wedding, right? But like he was saying that, and I was thinking like oh that's so unappealing yeah that sounds horrible <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> but 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 because i think he thought like because i'm like that maybe in the business sense that yeah, i would yeah, like yeah. that right right, right but right. that's where you see like the split where i want something more expansive and like different yeah yeah or yeah. less predictable or less like structured and rigid right. like i can be that in my business side and my business lifestyle yeah whatever we want to call that but in my personal and maybe more like on the romantic side i i would want it to be more like, I don't know, court me in a more, like, old school, like, a poet way. I don't know. That's a yeah. little extreme. But I do read a lot of literature, so maybe that's why I get all my ideas from Russian literature. But, you know, on a surface level, you could be like, I send you a calendar invite and, like, take you to here. And, like, that just won't be as, like, mind expansive. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also, like, I feel like I'm kind of a fan of, like, doing activities. Yeah. More so than just go- let's go to a dinner. Like- oh, Same. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Same. like, you know, it, it can work and, like, it sometimes is good for a schedule if you're, like, well, I'm busy, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, we can have dinner after I, like, mm-hmm. work or whatever. But the activities are the best to, like, gauge how someone is and, like, how their reactions are and, like, mm-hmm. you know, what is, like, exciting for them. And, like, humor-wise, it's way easier to build bonds. Yes. So, like, guys build bonds with activities. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That so? Yeah, that's oh, okay. Uh, so women are more emotional. So we want the, like, let's talk about things, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is to have, like, um that interaction it for women is like what creates a bond mm-hmm. and they want like you know touch feeling like talk but men are like activity based 
Interesting. Yeah. See, but it's, it's funny because I like the activity too because that's actually what I mainly did with my last guy. Yeah. Like we would go on a bike ride all the way up on the west side, mm-hmm. like in the beginning of spring. And um, we would go to like Brighton Beach just for fun, like to the beach. Like it was like a really hot day in August. Like we'd yeah. do that or we'd go for a hike up in upstate New York. Like we just take the train up. Like I really enjoyed that because all adventurous. And I was like, I'm going on a little adventure yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Dora the Explorer. That might, I don't know if that's our tomboy <laughs> side because I have Oh, that's too. true. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But, but I really enjoyed it because he would. Yeah. yeah. And it was interesting because I think the whole time, which I maybe there was that was probably something I could have done better, which is like reassuring him. I think outside looking in, sometimes you could think like, oh, Emily, I might need to take Emily to a nice dinner. And like when you get to know like the playful side of Emily, you see I'm really simple. Yeah. Like I like I just want you to like care the fuck about me. You right. know, I just want you to pick me over the five million dollar deal. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I would like to analyze that because yeah. if if like, you know, someone gets to know your playful side and like yeah. then they would have a better picture are we now like kind of looking at him like i wish he would have seen that or it's like is he not why is he why is he not been able to like see that and understand that for himself yet okay so th- that's a good question right so i think so i think he always knew that but i think for him it was more of a slight self-esteem thing from a cultural standpoint okay. because he indicated he made small comments over our period of, of time where like I think it came in waves like some days he, he felt fine and some days I think he kind of got in the lower self-esteem stage of realizing he's not at a point to like fully provide for a woman type of thing and he made a comment that quote he's used to making his woman happy and I ironically have read that like verbatim in a like in in Russian literature like that's just like who they are I read I read I came across like a friend who's who is Russian and her partner is also from Russia and he had a Valentine's post that literally was like a caption it was like very romantic but the caption and he's young like 22 or 23 and it said something like something along the lines of it's my duty to like make you happy and like all these different things like and provide for you and like make sure you have a good life and ironically my guy said something similar that he just sometimes was somewhat insecure that he's not at that place just from like a physical providing standpoint and what I maybe I don't know how well whether I could have done it better or not but I think I I thought it was like oh that's not a problem though like that's not what I'm looking for you to do mm-hmm. at least like right now mm-hmm. and maybe I in my head thought like oh I've I've reassured him it's fine but obviously when I would get you know um poached by like that football player like and even though we were just friends I think he was a little concerned that that that's too shiny for you. You might run to that. Object. Exactly. But you can understand, like, think about it from a male perspective. Right. And again, yeah. I didn't think oh, of yeah. it. Right. But men, like when another male comes into the photo, like that's where they get probably more competitive. Yeah. Um, would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think that's that's true. Right. I think just like from a biological masculine standpoint i think that's kind of where they get more feisty like oh another male counterpart poaching their woman yeah so um i'd be scared too i get it (laughs) territorial right yes yes so exactly okay yeah yeah so i think i looking back in hindsight i definitely in my mind i was like oh but this guy's just a friend like trust me he's not even a close threat right yeah but this guy is super bowl champion multi-millionaire like all these things and i literally was like I could care less like I like I, I always had my eyes on like my guy and, and I think we have the notion like if I wanted that I'll have it right but I don't and that's so. the thing and I, I see that's why maybe I thought it was so clear because I had already it's your I, I your already had yeah and I yes yeah. and I already 
you know, politely declined this guy. And I, at that point, we were already just friends. Yeah. But I can understand him having so much shininess. Like, it, it, I don't know. I get it now from a male perspective that could st- when you are still in your developmental stage on the financial side or career yeah. side and you're seeing that your woman is just friends with a multi-missing. Yeah. I, I get it now. But to be honest, in the moment, I didn't because I thought it was maybe so obvious that I would I wasn't going to go towards this guy, if that makes sense. Yeah. But he expressed an insecurity in that. So that played a part in kind of where we're at now because I think... Yeah, I think it just just from a nature by nature, he he wants to be there mm-hmm. like at his full capacity. Yeah, and he just isn't there. So um, over time, because of other things like that, yeah, I think that's yeah to answer your question. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, insecurity is an interesting thing. Like, do you think you could be with a partner that is insecure? Like, would he? Would do you think that he would have to work on that, mm-hmm. or do you think that this is just something that? Um, you can try to like talk through it on more yeah 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 Yeah. like what do you think about that in terms of like a partner i think from that particular experience i think that was rather surface level insecurity in terms of it was 50 50 i definitely could have done or made wiser choices in 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 realizing how men are like i had another guy friend when i asked for like a third perspective opinion how bad is it to hang out with another male friend and he goes okay he's like it's it's okay if you hang out with a male friend but if that male friend was previously interested in you that's a no even if you weren't previously interested in that yeah because and then he got into this whole psychology yeah, of, i guess that right that, right yeah, and then yeah. again i as a somewhat like unaware uh naive like i think at the at that time i was a bit naive in that sense where um i didn't i didn't think it mattered because I wasn't interested and it was funny how I had a few guy friends that made a comment that said like you might not understand how men are then yeah see he's, he's even nodding his head so I, I I get it in hindsight now right which sucks because I think it's funny because like I feel like as women we always make the case of like right well, why it's like well right 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 but see but, that's something yeah. but but see but because <laughs> I I, if, if I had been able to maybe realize that more in that time because I care about my person so much I could easily like this was not like a like a needed friendship I could like I didn't have to like hang out with him yeah um or even though that was in a group setting but I think I I understand it from that standpoint because yeah, he he wasn't insecure about like another person, but I think it was just that um, I probably could have been more respectful in that sense of of like I didn't need to go hang out in that group. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, and so and because especially that didn't matter to me, I'm like, okay, totally get it. But like, he doesn't care if I hang out with like my other best guy friends. Yeah, and I think too when I look back, right, like I wouldn't be bothered if my partner would prefer me because he he was never like you can't. He was just expressing like like you know maybe why that could make him feel a certain way mm-hmm. and even though i naively thought well i'm not interested in him so it doesn't matter like now looking back and talking object getting objective opinion from other guys yeah um both like friends but also like their friends so people that didn't even know me directly right. they all gave actually similar answers okay so i saw it from a more my interpretation was more of like a respect thing and in in vice versa like the same question would be if they were hanging out with a girl that they weren't even interested in not even remotely but that girl was previously interested in him would i be bothered personally Mm. personally i would say yes and therefore that's a fair that's a fair like a respect thing of like 
don't hang out with her then or like not even in a group setting but i think again that goes down to like personal preference yeah and it wouldn't be out of uh insecurity necessarily but i think it would probably just be more out of well it doesn't make sense for you to hang out with her right um but if it if it is like completely just friends though like almost like a sisterly brotherly thing i don't mind yeah but um because i have a lot of those friends because i can understand why a girl could come into one of my best friends harry they might think like emily's a threat and i'm like like a fucking sister to him like an older sister type of thing so and you could see that in our dynamic we're too like joking with the way we talk to each other is like not like cute it's like kind of rough you know like yeah more of like a brother and i have an older brother so that might be where i got my energy from and you have brothers too so yeah, you kind yeah. of know the dynamic there but i un- i would understand and respect why a girlfriend of like my best friend could initially think without meeting me and seeing our dynamic could think she's you know she's like don't hang out with yeah her. i feel like by nature people kind of like right always are, right the mind runs so i guess as long as whatever you can do to help quiet it would be best yeah <laughs> so that part makes sense i think Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I was thinking about what where that question came from, like the insecurity thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think too. Um, it's interesting because I, from my experience, I would say that some of the things that are harder to change are like the first thing that comes to mind is actual personal vision. Like, what do you want in life, mm-hmm. and kind of what do you want for yourself? And I think that to me is um, a, a big discrepancy. If we have different ideas and different visions. That's a clear indicator. I think the small things like commu- like improving on communication and like small insecurities, like I, I think they're those are small because as a partner, you can do better to reassure them. Like if you know that that's a sensitive point, you can like I believe like I can step up a bit and like reassure them or avoid those situations and like communicate that. Mm-hmm. And I would I can. I believe I could get that vice versa from a partner, you know? So I think those are very changeable because those are just habits. Those are just patterns you can change. But I think when it comes to like a long-term desire, what you want, whether that's like um, maybe being like a nomad where you live a little bit in different cities, like things like that, right? Uh, those I think, or like maybe someone wants to go like camping in a, an RV for like, you know, like that just wouldn't be in alignment with me because like they might have more of like a mountain adventurous type, you know, and that just wouldn't be for me, right? But I think... <laughs> Those small things or maybe someone is like very dead set on having a big family, uh, that might not be something I want. So, 
you know, things like that, I think, are less changeable than uh, your ability to meet and find common ground in the way you communicate. So you reassure one another, things like that. I think those are just called relationship skills. Yeah. 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 (laughs) What do you think? I'm just thinking of like a relationship that I've had in the past. And I feel like communication ended up being like the whole biggest thing. And it was like, even if I tried my hardest to like deliver things in certain ways or like try to like cater that person, it has to go both ways. One, but two, sometimes the patterns just don't, they're very hard to work on. Sometimes they're so Mm. ingrained because it comes way back from like, from your family, upbringing, like friends, like everything. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's very hard to like, work on communication. But I guess that's also where if you had like all the things in the beginning or, or like all the forefront of like the feelings and stuff and the things of like our personalities just click mm-hmm. and, you know, all the other aspects, then like that's easier to work on. But if you're lacking in some of those areas, then communication right. is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super hard. Yeah. I think it is true. I think it is easier when the foundation of other things are pretty strong. Like, yeah. like you just naturally being able to mesh together that I do think – when it comes to focusing on one or two other parts of the relationship that are inevitable, like it will come up. I, I, I've i always heard the studies say like communication is one of the biggest reasons why relationships don't work or like relationships mm-hmm. fail or end, so to speak. Now that I'm thinking about it, you've probably had a pretty big impact on me in some ways. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like because it goes back to like the dynamic we're talking about, like, yeah. you know, in Miami, you know, Terry and I are like kind of crazy, yeah, and, like, yeah. oh, whatever, like <laughs> so, so loose with like scheduling and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... But you, you you know, you have your structures and like you do always talk about these like bigger visions you have and all that mm-hmm. and uh, like alignment and mm-hmm. all those things. So mm-hmm. I probably never started thinking about that until. Interesting. Until, yeah, until at some point after Miami. And like I look at you in a lot of ways that I'm like inspired by <laughs> because like it's cool. It's really cool to see that yeah. because you're also younger than me. And it's like, how did you get your head on straight kind of thing like that? <laughs> It's interesting because I got my head on straight because I was wrecked by the breakup that happened. Like I, everyone on the who listens to my podcast has heard this story a million times. Like, but that's how impactful that breakup was. Yeah. When like, I don't know how often anyone would get broken up with at the age of twenty, where they're living with that partner, they have a dog with the person. You're three thousand miles away from home. You yeah, ha- you were like already, ha- yeah, like twenty, right, 30, and y- thirty-five, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I've I've hit every bucket of yeah. a relationship in terms of I've lived with a partner and I've had a dog with them. Yeah, like those are like the true things you do when you're like thirty or whatever. Like, like when you're knows, yeah, yeah, right. But um, I've had that already with a partner, and then you know I was transferring to a new school at the time, so I had no friends. I had no friends to talk to. Like like actually zero. There's no exaggeration. Like I didn't even have anyone to call up to go get starbucks with you know Mm. so that's like imagine how emotionally dark that is yeah and then um also not being able to share that with family because like my you know i just culturally i think it'd be hard to understand like the process of like getting through something and working through it whereas i think the mentality especially from one of my parents would be like oh you gotta be strong you gotta move on like type of thing And, and it wasn't like that it was more like there were certain things I could have worked on. Yeah. So then I just took that path on my own. So okay. then it's like I had to like parent myself basically yeah. in that process from yeah. like 20 to 21. Yeah. Or like past 21. Basically from sophomore to end of junior year, uh, which was like really enlightening because I, I that's why we were able to get back together 
So we were broken up for eight months. Then we get back together because like I improved so much. But then his growth was like really stagnant. So then. Because you almost like outgrew him. Oh, I, yeah. Went, yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I, I actually did by that point, by the time the relationship ended, that was like big part why. Because yeah. I, I outgrew him so immensely because I, I had no other route. But he went back to pretty Del Mar and, <laughs> and like enjoying board and brew with the bros. With like, the, you know, yeah, <laughs> right, right. That sauce is so good. I've missed that sandwich so yeah. much, um, you know, but yeah, so I think that was, that was why, but I think it's, that's why when I saw how like, okay, we had alignment and then we kind of went out of alignment, like you kind of evaluate it over like each chapter of yeah. your relationship. And so going into new ones, it, it's a blessing and a curse where I was, I've was i been able to see it so distinctively if I feel aligned with someone. That's both on an energetic level, but also just like a common values, a common interest thing. Like just on the small nuggets that you mm -hmm. say in your conversation, you can really pick up if you have basic alignment to go on maybe a second date, you know? And I to me, it, it's, it's, it kind of sucks because obviously, as you know, um, I've been on like since my like like limbo phase I've gone on other first dates types of things just because I get approached a lot and with that experience and knowing what alignment feels like it's so distinct like uh yeah. this is you know you can feel it and and it's the same thing where I never was the type of person to be like oh I feel this right away with someone until my last partner it was like there was no question about it and then, yeah, and I, it's funny because I, I told you this uh, when we got nails the other day, but the weekend I met him, which was like New Year's of the past year, I remember I had wrote down like it felt like having a boyfriend for the weekend. Like I would joke using my verbiage, like I rented a boyfriend, like, you know, it's like I just had him for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But that's the, <laughs> I rented a boyfriend, you know, <laughs> but that's the level of comfort I had with this person right off the bat when I when I met him. And like being him with him for the whole weekend. And then he leaves to go to Alaska for two months because that was already like his planned winter trip or something. And he's like on a boat for like, you know. Wow. Yeah. And and then he comes back like two months later and like we just like kick it off like that. Yeah. And then he like takes me on this like, you know, like beautiful birthday surprise. And it was like really cute too because it's funny because my birthday is approaching. So this is like basically like almost a year ago from when this happened. But like. He was so elaborate in, like, the way he, like, cared for me. Like, again, two months of being apart, talking a little bit because he only had, like... Um, Cell service. Yes. In that, right, right. Yeah. In Alaska, it was shitty and being on a boat, right? So, and he told me that kind of beforehand. But then um, I remember, like, on the way back from, like, the birthday surprise he took me on, like, he pulls out a small, like, tiny cheesecake. And he's like, well, you can't have a New York birthday without, like, a New York cheesecake. And so he takes it out pops like he had a box of candles like takes candles in there and we're in an uber he lights in an uber it. yeah and he just that's what i'm saying i love the ballsiness right and he just like lights it and he's like okay you have to make a wish and i'm like i'm looking at the uber driver yeah. he doesn't care at all he yeah. doesn't say anything and i like blow it out but like he thought through this like in such detail i was like holy shit like i was so like i've never been just like thought of in in such a way and it was it was so thoughtful so, so he got your your courting yeah yeah no it felt like it was out of a you know a literature book you know yeah <laughs> like just like he took me to this immersive play experience and then like we went to you know drinks and like small bites after and then yeah it was just it was just really thoughtful yeah so what would you I guess now in your in the ways that you thought of alignment in the past and mm -hmm. then going forward with that what are you kind of like looking for like because you're saying that you could go on a date with somebody and you'll know like after that first date like where yeah. the alignment is 
I think like I've in the past confused that with fun mm. or like I'm having such a good time yeah. that like I wouldn't even have like thought. Yeah. I'm not sure where it'll go, but yeah. I'll like keep dating. To see yeah, what yeah, happens. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. So like when would you make that distinction and like would totally. you go about it differently or do you kind of like go about them the same? I think I go about it in the same because I think first off when it comes to energy, if like I've seen it before, if I – and I'll give this example too. There was one person specifically who actually lives abroad but like we went for coffee. I think I told you yeah, because I met him at So Else and we went for coffee but, you know, he's um, a bit older, like has very similar energe energetic alignment and I felt that just from coffee, mm -hmm. right? Just from a conversation, like no nothing intimate, just from a co coffee yeah. conversation. Whereas the other ones that I've been out with, whether it was like for dinner or they like tried to like took me to drinks, whatever, it was complete different experience just from an energetic level. Yeah. So I feel like I would need to feel that with someone. It, and that's why even on The Bachelor, I'm sure Bachelor um, like leads because I even say this on any dating show. That's why there's certain chemistry you see with certain contestants. Like you, yeah. you can see it right away, even on the camera. Like you can right. you can see it. And I think that's why they also know from like day one or day two, like they've narrowed it down to like two people. Like yeah. there's like literally two people you hit it off with. So I think that goes the same way where um, I don't think I need a second date with someone to see if I hit it off with them. But right. I no, but I think because if it hits off, it, 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 it you hit it off, right? But I think I would need that first like that kind of alignment like we just naturally connect right like that is one way of aligning but i think the second part would be okay the practical longevity part of like as you start to date and you know he courts you you court one another um i think that alignment would come more from you know kind of like what's your vision in life like what do you kind of what okay. do you want for yourself yeah and i kind of gauge if they're that crosses with my own individual path and desires you know what I mean mm -hmm. like if someone tells me that they want to be able to kind of like have a partner to travel and like do things with and like and and maybe like not looking to necessarily have a have a family within the next five years like that's probably more in alignment with me because like I'm personally not you know um whereas like if I met someone that was looking to ideally have kids within the next three years I'd probably be like I'd, I'd say maybe like maybe you know but I, you know it's probably still like we we have different desires then so are you asking the hard questions in these oh days? not those but I think like over time like I think first it comes from like energetic uh, alignment and then okay. like common interests yeah right things like that um similar banter I guess like yeah, the banter, banter right my favorite oh my god it, it hits different like you know when you can throw a good joke with the guys it's the best um because I have dark humor and I think <laughs> I've I've thrown off some guys with my humor that like oh you know so that's why I love when they when they can play with it mm -hmm. but I would say you know by like third or fourth you know fifth hanging out it's at that point you start to kind of gauge like what like what's there like what's like what are you kind of like looking for in terms yeah. of like for yourself not like for a partner but like what are you looking for for yourself how does a partner come into that and i think there are natural ways to bring it about or like you know what i mean it doesn't have to be a direct question mm -hmm. is my personal process okay what about you have you thought about that well i guess now that i well no <laughs> like only because I, I run with it but if it's gonna be fun the first time then I just imagine like that I that I'm open to it okay because that's what I like I need like you know okay throughout my whole life so I just want to make sure like I can go have fun I see it. and like and like okay and observe and the options. see what happens because okay maybe this is this is maybe my uh obstacle is that 
if I my my energy is so like when you get the full version of Emily, like it's it's very contagious and very like full. Yeah. And like someone who's with me knows that. So I think yeah. for me, it's really hard because my other energy is also split between like my work and my business and like other things I do and like obviously my girlfriends, my friendships. So it is hard for me to allow myself or like just just like uh, just intuitively like I I can't just like keep going to something because like subconsciously if I go on a second day with someone that I'm like yeah about like I know this and then I'm like walking and going to the uber and like going to the date as I'm like subconsciously like I don't really feel like doing this like you know like you kind of like know it yeah and then I've had maybe past times where I like tried to like push myself just to go just to, like have the experience and I think as I've gotten older and have had had like smaller energy to allocate I I can't even fathom like doing it anymore like just just to like see how it goes I get it you know what I mean I think I have a I have a lot of, I have a lot of energy like I don't mm -hmm. like I, I go to bed really late and <laughs> you know I do sleep in in the morning usually yeah. but like I have a lot of energy in socially because I feel like I get all my energy from that mm. so like I think um I mean, in order for me to even deem that first date or whatever to be super fun and, like, enjoyable, mm -hmm. like, it's going to if it hit me on some level of, like, jokes or logic or, like, you know, have something where then I would – it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I definitely have given sometimes people another date or whatever it is to, like, kind of make up for that and see if there was, like, something I didn't see before. Yeah. Because I know some people – like, I'm I'm kind of, like, wide open. Like, I'll just mm -hmm. be like, hey, like, yeah, I yeah. – I typically am very similar. I'm very happy and smiling and like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like because I'm like that, it kind of opens their personality. Mm -hmm. So then I can see like if they're either, you know, kind of like, I guess what their um, demeanor is like yeah, and yeah. like how they play with my like positivity because otherwise like that's an indicator. Right. But see what – I'm yeah. it too. But it's interesting because it kind of goes back to I think something I said earlier just about how they make you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it takes – a long time to see how they make you feel yeah like I don't think it takes two dates to know how you feel around someone I, like I used to think like oh you need time to see and then after having some experiences even with like my last one and some people I've met in between I there's like for me I can even think of one person I'd be willing to give like a second date shot and like of, a, of like the few other guys I've like gone on dates with and it's simply and we only had coffee you know what I mean? And yeah. and that's simply how it's it's just like the way you connect. It's it's you don't really you're not able to explain it in a logical way. Yeah. It's just yeah, something I guess that's where you know I what I mean? Try to do it like oh, that okay. Too. See, that's what I said. It's like I just like I you can you can just tell it's either there or it's not. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Uh so I think I know that more now. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's that's what that's where the like initial alignment comes into play. And even with like my last partner, like just having met him on like New Year's Eve and like we talk that whole night and just just there was like an energetic connection there it's just unexplainable like mm -hmm. so there was no rational reason to like keep hanging out but like we I think we both enjoyed our each other's presence you know yeah from just I don't know maybe like a spiritual level like just like an energetic spiritual level are you familiar with those what's the three c's it's like chemistry conne mm. chemistry connection connection I think and like compatibility I don't mm. even know if connections to others see it I'm not sure. Yeah, anyway, okay. there's like you know, there's supposed to be like the the balances um, of like that initial like attraction you have to someone versus mm -hmm. like the compatibility of your like lifestyles and daily hobby hobbies mm -hmm. and habits and all that. Yeah, and then there's kind of like the other one, and I forget which one of them builds, but I guess if if you if you yeah, have that, yeah. we'll have to revisit that one later. But yeah, they have an in interesting like interplay because 
I'd be curious. I'll ask you another time. Oh, one of them, one of them builds? Yeah. Oh. One of them builds one's like initial like interaction and that could be like the feeling that you get from a first date. Mm. And then compatibility is kind of like, okay, down, it's kind of down the road, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. you can see already probably a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of them like totally builds over time. Mm. Uh, and that might be the connection side of, but. Interesting. They all kind of like play into what will like deem a relationship to last or not. Yeah. Okay, I have one last question I feel like we need to answer on this because there's probably, it's kind of similar to the aha thing, but rather maybe something that we used to think matters a lot in a relationship or in a potential one, and now we realize does not have as much of an effect. I know things I like undervalued, and now I'm, I would have a, I'd have to think about it. Well, one, I think sometimes, like, guys, I feel like I've dated them and they tend to get, like, controlling over me in some mm-hmm. way. And that I, like, can't stand. Mm-hmm. But I would kind of, like, not – wasn't sure if, like, I, you know, should, should – they should feel like that. And mm-hmm. I should be, like, not necessarily submissive to that, but, yeah. like, you know, catering to it. Right. And then, like, I think I undervalued the feeling that I should have, like, more – freedom and like you know really embody like where I am at this age of like mm. I like to be like go out and look good and like mm. all that and so like I would like attention mm. so like I want someone that like will be by me and like allow me to feel those things that I want to feel or like be with me and kind of have the not like the nervous side of like insecurity mm-hmm. in that front that like enable or makes them feel like they can like kind of control me through things okay that's one thing okay I think the one thing I used to care about was kind of similar to the like what I alluded to earlier but I think primarily around this idea of you like I I guess maybe I used to care about the external things a bit more and I think once I finally experienced something that was ironically I actually wrote this in a journal too like it felt very enlightened being around him and so I guess I was about to say once I felt something more enlightening I realize like all of the external things just go out the door because those can build is kind of how I see it right so in terms of maybe a certain I don't know a certain lifestyle whatever on the external things are like whether it's like being able to have a certain lifestyle have a certain home like those things those are buildable and I think maybe at one point I might have assumed that that kind of need like that kind of need to already be present or partially present in order for it to be more in alignment and I think though like I realized like I did cared about that a lot less and I cared more about the spiritual connection the energetic connection yeah um and more importantly how they made me feel yeah I guess the value I could place on that too Mm -hmm. feeling is is extremely important and the emotional side yeah like someone taking care of your emotions or putting you first and like what you mentioned about the yeah yo right right right. yeah the question uh, i don't know if it was in this cup but like basically um you know my biggest thing is at the end of the day where i got that idea from too is basically i'm saying they they can step away from work and like walk away and like go spend time with me because i've seen workaholics i've seen people that are like hold on, you know, like I'm slammed at work, right? Like I, I fucking hate those statements. I, I honestly, people might think I like workaholics because people might think I'm a workaholic and I actually am not. <laughs> I'm actually genuinely not. I'm, I actually put relationships before work any day. Yeah. Like any day, you know? So I think that's something I look for as someone that values that too, is they will drop everything, including a $5 million deal if that's on the line if something is more pertinent, like your person or a relationship. And again, in those cases, that's an extreme case. 
Like if it's like a deal versus like I'm just being needy, that's like different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's like I really actually need you to be here for me, what will you choose? Like that's like that comes out of a value system. A value, yeah. yeah, that comes Authority. out of like yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's my that's that's a big important <laughs> important thing. That's a good one. Yeah. What do you feel like you? I guess like what's the biggest thing that's changed for you from your twenty year old self of the relationship you were in at mm. that point in time to like where you are at now? Oh, I think the biggest one is that I stopped, I genuinely stopped caring about what other people think externally, mm. especially of the relationship. So that's, I don't, that's big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think getting back together, even with him and then me at the, t at my former partner, I was the one that kind of pursued him in the sense of wanting him to recognize I've evolved and changed and that I think it was worth seeing how that relationship could play out with me being at a healthier place. And obviously, for starters, I think most people have been telling me, like, don't chase him or like, don't go after him type of thing. And gut instinct didn't feel that way. Like, I didn't feel like I was chasing him, but I felt like um, it was worth a shot. And, and so that I trusted that. And I think that was when I realized like, hey, my gut instinct was right on this. And so I stopped caring of how it looked and how people were like, oh, why are you back together? Like, that doesn't make sense, all this stuff. So I think leading on to my most recent experience, I really appreciated the more intimate time we had together and not really indulging in like oh bringing my partner to things with my friends or like bringing my partner to you know weddings like things like that like on the new like especially when we were like in the new stage like I really enjoyed it just being us and because that kind of builds the foundation of you know how you and your partner are at the end of the day it's like just you and your relationship and that's what um, I love from Naval that guy that the the tech guy we we love to talk about he has a single player game theory or whatever basically like you know at the end of the day you kind of like you're the only one playing yeah and i take from it that it only has to make sense to you like life only has to make sense to you it doesn't have to make sense to your parents it doesn't have to make sense to your best friend it just has to make sense to you yeah so that's why i'm i'm sure with my last guy like he might not have made sense to people that have known me for a while but like to it on a surface level but it made sense to me and that's why i just genuinely didn't care so what yeah. advice, like, could you give someone? Because say, like, someone's mm -hmm. in a, either, like, a cultural thing yeah, or, yeah. you know, they're going to be dating someone with their <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Or their parents yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, you know. This is a great one. This to... just be, like, a different different thing or, like, you know, people are always changing their views on what they imagine they're going to be like. And, you know, parents always have, yeah. I'm sure, their, yeah, yeah. their own interpretation of what your life is going to be like. So. Yeah. No, I think this is what a advice, would you say? great one to like end it on to which is the biggest practice you have to have is like practice practicing the muscle of this is for me not for my parents or not for my family um, and I've done that obviously myself I've trained myself in that way because obviously I've lived a life that is not in full agreement um, with my mom especially but I think it came I, I, I was able to validate it because I realize like I am the one that lives this life. Like even if I do something in favor of what she wants for me, like later on I will resent that because it wasn't in alignment with me, right? It wasn't in alignment with what I genuinely wanted. And secondly, um, I don't really want to look back and wish I lived life differently. Like, oh, I should have done that because that's what I wanted to do. It's like I would be slapping myself in the face saying, well, you had your chance. You just chose to listen to someone else. So now you like live with those 
decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Heavy. So that's, yeah. And those are, it's heavy because at the end of the day, like your parents are going to go most likely, more likely before you do, not to make it dark, but like when they're gone, like you live with those decisions then. Like you wake up to that person. That's my biggest thing. You're, you're, you wake up to that person. You go to bed with that person. You live with that person. Your parents don't. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter to them. And that's like the, the pattern I tell myself all the time. Yeah. I feel like that ties into the whole like you're dating the person and not the family kind of thing. Yes. Is, yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not with the family every single day. Usually. I know. I know. Oh, man. I think we definitely need to do a part two, actually. <laughs> we yeah. have more to talk about for a sure. A lot more. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, Caroline, thanks for coming on for a fun little raw talk. Thank you for having me. It's super fun. It's super fun. And that is all for today's episode with one of my close friends, Caroline. I hope you enjoyed this fun raw talk. And if you enjoy these segments and you would want more of them on the podcast, please let me know. Send me a DM at what fulfills you on Instagram or my personal one at Emily E. Duong. You guys know I love chatting with you guys. And if you found this episode valuable and fun to listen to, please be sure to share this with a friend or on your Instagram story, because that really is one of my goals here, which is to help younger women navigate different obstacles in life that just naturally come up in your early to mid-20s and things that I have personally already gone through and I can still understand the framework of today's generation and how things evolve. And so, as always, really appreciate you tuning in and sharing this with your friends who could use a nudge on tuning in to this podcast. And before you head out, be sure to check out all the fun merch, including the What Fulfills You card game, the journal, the hoodie, and the career ebook guide everything you can find at whatfulfillsyou.com and you can get 10% off with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. Again, that's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Thanks again for tuning in. I will chat with you all in the next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.